All right, let's get it. Welcome to another episode of the Marsh Bice Podcast. I am him. I'm your host, Marsh Bice. And today, man, we're going to dive into an emotion that me and you, we are all too familiar with. Let me tell you something. If you could put this on your resume, you could get any job in the world. And that is worry. <laughs> we're, we're super familiar with worry, man. And today, we're going to look at some practical strategies Three simple steps on how to manage it, and this comes from the wisdom of Dale Carnegie. So we're going to channel your inner Dale Carnegie and make stuff happen, man. So it's time to prime your mind. Let's strap up, strap in, get settled. So you're ready to prime your mind? This is not going to be a very long episode. Ain't much to talk about with worry. Three simple step formula. So let's get it. So when it comes to worry, man, what's your strategy? Dale Carnegie in his book, How to Stop Worrying and Stop Living. What a great title. (laughs) That should have just sold the title alone. If it had blank pages in the middle, the title should have sold like a billion copies. I didn't even know he wrote this book. You know, the book that everybody talks about, how to win friends and influence people or others. I have it on my shelf. Shit's all yellow. I guess I got to reread it. I've read it many times and just... It doesn't resonate with me as much as it resonates with some people. If it's just a profound shift in your life, hey, hoo-ha, great for you. It just it didn't rock with me. But this one was a good book, How to Stop Worrying and Stop Living. And in it, Carnegie offers a three-step formula on how to cope with worry. He got this three-step formula from old Mr. Carrier there. How he was cool, dad joke, under pressure. Carrier AC. Dad joke. So here's your three-step formula for worry. You ready? I know I built this up, but here we go. Contemplate your worst-case scenario. That's the first thing. When you start to worry, what's your worst-case scenario? What is the most severe outcome? Just ask yourself. I'm worrying about this thing. What's the worst thing that could happen? Write it down and bring it into reality. See, there, it's important that you write this down, that you just don't pop a Bud Light and try to figure this out. No, you got to write this down because there's a psychoneural connection to this thing that is so important. So when that old good old worry bus rolls on top of you, write down what is the worst thing that could happen and bring it into a mental reality. So say, for instance... I'm in this situation. I'm worried. What's the worst thing that can happen? I lose my job because there's all kind of rumors of layoffs and it looks like they were hiring somebody the other day. It looks like they were interviewing somebody the other day. i tell you something. If you're worried about your job, then that is proof that you have stopped growing. So if you're worried about something, better get with it. Somebody's always coming for your job. I welcome that. Somebody wants my job, come get it. Because that means I'm elevated up. But in a worst case scenario, what's the worst thing I have? Dude, I could lose my job. All right, write that down. Second question, now that you've written it down, this would be the worst thing that could happen. And maybe it's not so severe. I mean, because worry has different levels. But let's just use the job situation because we all relate to that. Now, your, your second step, the worst case scenario, embrace the acceptance, and then ask yourself what's next. 
So instead of this, oh my God, and trying to resist it, just embrace it. Acceptance doesn't mean like, oh, well, doesn't mean like you just resign to it. No, it just means acceptance is about being ready to face the possible outcome. Okay, I accept it. Now what? What's the next move? New game, new strategy. Because remember, if you have to start over, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. And you have to look at these things and these situations and saying, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could lose my job. All right, I accept that. Lost my job. What's next? Well, here's what I can do from here. Sometimes life is kicking you out of this complacency, out of this nest and saying, look, you need to get in a whole different field. And they just did you a favor. You may not see it right then and there. It doesn't mean you have to stay in your field. You can always come back to it if you need to. But use these situations and this mental role play to try something new. And don't necessarily, the, the default is everybody goes back to school and racks up sixty dollars to $100,000 a day. They, not necessarily. Go intern somewhere first. And then if you need a degree to do that, which most of the time you don't these days, then you can figure that part of it out. But don't add more stress to the situation. So embrace it and say, what's next? You can stay in your field or you can explore a new career path or you can even relocate to another city. That's what's beautiful about this. Maybe this was your chance. You were only here in this town because you worked for this company and they just gave you the boot. They said, you're out of here. All right, let's move. (laughs) Fuck it. Go. So this is a chance to start fresh in a new field or a new location. And let me tell you something. You start in a new location, don't think for one minute, well, I'm starting in a new city. I'm going to move to Houston, and my life's going to be fine because there's a lot to do there. No, there's a lot of problems there too. So don't run from your problems. But if you're worried about, okay, I get fired. Okay, I got fired in my mental role play. What's next? Where are you going? I don't know. Well, do you do you like the field you're in? You like the industry you're in? Do you like the location where you are? No, no. Okay. Well, let's play this thing out. It's free. Just mentally role play. You don't know. It hasn't happened yet, man. Most of it's not going to happen. But also, it's just some preparedness, some readiness. So if it does happen, you're not down in Jägermeister hoping a bus runs you over. You've already mentally rehearsed this. And this may not be just a one-night deal. This may be something. But what's important is is that you don't just get locked up in this worry, man, that you work these things through. Worry can be a great amplifier for you, man. Sometimes it's just an awakening. Sometimes it's something you need to wrestle with. Where people go wrong is they worry, but they don't they don't put any wood chop into it. They don't put any action to it. They just sit there and worry and they fester in it and they smoke and they drink and they eat and you just worry more. And you're just higher, drunker, fatter. Plus worrying more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't, man. So what's the worst case scenario? I know I'll keep beating this up, but what's the worst case scenario? What's next? And the last part, 
is how can I improve on the worst case scenario? It's where you put it into action. Tap it to your network. Get some insights from those who have maybe been in a similar situation like this, who have been in your shoes. Surround yourself with people who can help you reframe the situation. Don't get around people who are going to go down the shithole with you. You'd be like, oh, man, that's fucked up, but here's what I would do. No. You need people in your life that are willing to reframe it. Meaning they say, yeah, this sucks, but here's another way for you to look at it. You don't want people that go down, look, I'm already down. I don't need other downers. I need somebody who says, yeah, Marsh, you got complacent. Yeah, you got kicked in the balls on this one. What you going to do? Here's the way I see it. And listen to them. You don't have to heed it. You don't have to do it all. But at least freaking be open to it. Improve on that. That's why you got a network. And then plan your next move. I kind of chopped that up. So improve on your worst case scenario. Is where you put it into action. I'm going to redo this for you. You tap into your network. You get insights from those who have been in your shoes. You surround yourself with people who can help you reframe your situation. And when you're alone, you reframe the situation. And then you plan your next move. And then whether this is a one-time situation or this keeps popping up, worry is always going to be a part of your life. But do something with it. Don't let the thing just lock you up and mobilize you like you got a boot on your life. No, pop that crap off, man. You just got to rechannel it. Get proactive with it. Identify the worst case scenario. Decide what's next. And then work to improve that scenario. Make it a catalyst for change. Don't make it a chain that holds you down. Okay, it happens. I mean, you look at, I mean, think back to, you know, maybe in high school you were fired. I know I was fired from Kentucky Fried Chicken. I mean, I had, I, I went home. I got fired because I was eating on the job. I didn't lose it. My life wasn't over at 15. Shit happens. Kids can handle it because they're like 14, 15 years old. They just go home and be like, well, I lost that job. But sometimes as adults, man, we got to act like kids. All right, I lost it. What now? And if I mentally prepare this and I was already, because dude, let me tell you something. Rarely does life really blindside you. Rarely. There was a lot of signals that you just chose to ignore. So when you're worrying, the reason why you ignored it is because you were worrying. But now you got a three-step formula. What's the worst thing that can happen? Okay, I accept that. What's next? And then how can I improve on the worst case scenario? You just channel your Dale Carnegie by way of Willis H. Carrier inner being and turn that thing around. You're going to be challenged, man. You're going to have worry. What's your response to it? Not react. We just talked about that. What, episode 780 or so? About reactors versus responders. Be a responder. Work through the situation. Could be long, could be drawn out, could be painful, could be costly. A lot of good stuff on the other side. 
and through it, but you got to work through it. Don't run from it. All right. Like we always do. Let me leave you with a few self-reflective questions. Just going to ask you a couple of them. There's more. If you want more, go to marshbice.com. M-A-R-S-H-B-U-I-C-E.com. That's my name.com. And uh, hit me up. Say, look, bro, I need the whole list. This is your homework. I don't want you to get off these episodes and be like, well, that felt good. That was nice. No, I want you to put these things into action. This is a working podcast. Okay. This is some homework that you got to do. If you have any questions, hit me up. There's a there's a microphone on the bottom right on marshbites.com. Leave me a voicemail, man. I'll hit you back. Or drop me an email. Thesaleslife the number one at gmail.com. Thesaleslife the number one at gmail.com. First question. Identify a specific worry that's been consuming a significant part of your energy. What's draining you right now, man? What you worried about? Stop drinking it away. Stop smoking it. Stop eating it. Because you're not solving it. You're just salacious in it. (laughs) So what's draining your energy, man? And why? Why is it so troubling? It's probably troubling. Let me feed you a little bit. It's probably troubling because you're not working through it. You're just hoping you just stay real still. You know, when they call on somebody, you just stay real still. You hope you don't get chosen. That's what we do. We like freeze. Hoping we don't get chosen. It's coming. So what's draining your energy? Why is it troubling you? Ask these these three questions. Second question. What's the absolute worst case scenario? Associated with this worry. How does it make you feel? Acknowledge it, man. It's real. What do we talk about on, on every episode? Embrace uncertainty, handle the adversity, and be back to complacency. Talk about this every episode. That's three things you're going to deal with. Most of the time, you're going to deal with them all at once. How do you handle it? How do you embrace it? What do you do with it? People are trying to avoid that at all costs. And those of you who rock out with sales life say, bring that shit on. Adversity? All right, I'm going to handle it. Uncertainty? I don't know where this is going to lead. All right, I'm going to embrace that. I see it. That's what acceptance is. It's embracing. Complacency? Want to ride the old comfort bus? Nope. I'll sit on the floor. Let's go. Nope, I ain't taking the elevator. I'm taking the stairs. Let's go. Third question. Now that you've identified the worst case scenario, What are you going to do to prepare yourself to accept this situation if it occurs? Stop ignoring it. Stop calling boo-boo the fool and asking, hey, man, what would you you do in this? Hey, man, can we go get a drink? Got to be clear-headed about this, man. If you work through this three-step formula, it's really, I mean, when when you think about this, You're like, freak, dude. All the times I've been worried and I could have just worked this through. What's the worst case scenario? Okay, I accept that. What's next? Then what can I do to improve from a worst case scenario? And most of the time, it's not going to be worst case. And you can be like, let's go. This is what, this is how you earn your confidence. This is how you extend your self-belief. This is how you get grit. This is how you get courage. You don't back down. You don't bitch up. You just look at it and be like, got it. Worst case. Mm-hmm. Got it. What's next? How can I improve on it?
Boom. See how unstoppable, man, you're going to be? Just unstoppable. And you're unstoppable because you come back to the Marsh Bice podcast and you rock out with the sales life and you zag while everybody else is zigging. Everybody's looking for the path of leash resistance. And you get on here, not that you want it, not that you want adversity, uncertainty, or complacency, but you're ready for it. You're built for it. And this is why I do these episodes so that you're equipped, so that you're manned up and ready to roll. If you want more on this, man, I can coach you up. It's $350 a month with a three month commitment. And that's what we're going to do, man. I'm going to coach you up, find out what your goals are. What's the thing that's holding you back? We'll work through this worry and get you right, man. Get you back on track. Three months, I hope you don't need me again. You want to renew it again? Fuck, let's go another three months. Whatever you need. We'll do it. We'll figure it out. Or you'll figure it out. I'm not going to do it for you, but I'll show you where to look. I've been in some similar situations. And I can give you the edge and the advantage that you need to get off this damn hamster wheel. So if you're interested in more of that, I can get you signed up. I've only got spots for 30 men. Just 30. I don't have any more room for that. So after that, cut off. Till somebody falls out, we'll go through it. If you're willing to do the work. That's why I say it's a three-month commitment. Because you're not going to waste my time and I'm not going to waste yours. And... And yes, it's going to cost you because that's the only way you're going to pay attention is where the shit hurts. And if you'd rather eat it and smoke it and drink it, that 350, then enjoy your life. You earned it. But if you're ready to start putting those things aside and change, make the investment. It's an investment. It don't cost. It's an investment. You got to look at it like that. But I'm not here to convince you of that. You got to convince yourself of that. All right. So with that, remember, keep it simple. Keep it moving. Never settle. Stay amazing. If I can help you, marshbice.com. Thanks to all of those who have left reviews. These reviews, man, they inspire me, but they also inspire others to listen to the podcast episodes. There's millions of podcast episodes out there, and it's your words that they read that says, hey, let me push play on this one. This guy just mentioned something about this was his favorite episode, episode 682. Let me listen to it. I don't know what 682 was, but whatever it is. And they listen to it, and you're like, bro, that's the one I needed. And then you just start rabbit hole, and they start listening that to other episodes. And it's your words that created the change, that initiated the change for them to listen, start thinking about it, equipping themselves. To say, you know what? I'm tired of getting freaking run over. I'm ready to change. You did it. You did the damn thing. All right. I got to get out of here. You do too. So, peace. <laughs>